You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. We're talking with Roger in San Antonio. Roger, 75 years old, million four net worth, got $93,000 in mutual funds, a $98,000 income, $370,000 in underperforming CDs and bonds and so forth, wanting to know what he can put it into with virtually no risk because he hates risk. Is that a fair summary of what you told me so far? Yes, sir. That was right right on. Okay, thanks. So what I was saying going into the break is there's two kinds of risk. One is the risk of losing the money, which is the risk you're worried about. Putting it in something and it goes down in value or worse than that, it completely evaporates to nothing. And that's the great fear of someone who is risk averse. I'm risk averse like you are. Okay. But sometimes in an effort to avoid that kind of risk, we embrace fully another kind of risk that we didn't even realize was there. Because the average inflation rate for the past 72 years has been 3.2 years, 3.2%, according to the Consumer Price Index. In the last year or so, it's been, of course, a whole lot more than that. We've got crazy inflation with all kinds of weird crap going on with whatever the economics mess is that we have right now. And, and so it's even worse. But let's just use 3%, you know, 3.2 or 4%, 4.2, right in there. Somewhere in there is about every year we see a gentle increase in prices over the years. You're old enough like I am to have seen that. So if you don't make that plus the taxes on the investment, you're not even breaking even. And so you need to right. make about 6% on your money or you're losing purchasing power. You're losing money every year. And so if you're not running fast enough away from that kind of risk, but not so fast that you run over the cliff on the other kind of risk, you'll get tackled from behind. And that's what you've been experiencing. This 370000 I'll give you an example of that, how, how, how poignant this is. Can you imagine what $400,000 would be worth um, 15, 16 years later if you left it in a coffee can? Well, I can tell you, it would be... 1.6 million is what it should have been in a decent something making 10%. That's what it would have come out. And if you left it in a coffee can, you know what it's got? It's 400,000. So you lost 1.2 million in potential growth during that 16 years by burying it in a coffee can. A CD is not much better. Yeah, that's true. So that that's what I look at. Now, having said all that, I'm not a gambler. I don't like losing money. I work too hard for it. So I'm not playing yes, any fad stuff. I'm not done. I'm just looking for tried and true stuff. And so, and I'm thinking about what my timeline horizon is. And, and you know, okay, so if, if I'm going to leave the money alone a year, what's safe? If I'm going to leave it alone three years, what's safe? If I'm going to leave it alone 10 years, what's safe? And here's the interesting thing. If you look at just, for instance, a, a simple uh, index fund, an S&P 500 fund, if you leave it alone five years, the number of times you actually would have lost money is less than 3% of the time. And the average annual rate of return would be north of 10%. Average. That's a 10-year horizon. That'd make you 85. But here's the thing. You're likely not going to touch this money. It's likely you're investing it for your kids. Yes, sir. That's true. So and you, grandsons. Yeah, so you have a 10-year horizon or a five-year horizon you, you know you don't have a short-term need for this three hundred seventy thousand. so that's why at 61 as a risk-averse person i'm very comfortable when i have a long-term time horizon investing in something like some conservative very easygoing boring mutual funds 
and all the get-rich-quick guys make fun of me, but then you're just a boomer, Ramsey. You don't understand. You're an antique dinosaur. You don't understand how this. You don't understand how all these get-rich-quick things work. Yeah, I do. I've lost my butt in them. I know exactly how they work, and so I don't do them anymore. I don't like risk. So anyway, that's my pitch. So you're saying, hey, you can move this 370000 over to some conservative mutual funds, and the chances of you losing money over a five-year time horizon, very slim. Statistically, historically. And it's less depressing, literally, than putting it in the CDs or the bonds. So that's the move. Where's this income coming from, Roger, the 98000 uh, 98000 is um, my civil service retirement, uh, Air Force Reserve retirement, and a little bit of Social Security. Cool. So you're not touching any of these funds anyways. You're going to be able to live off of that for the rest of your life? What's the what's the guarantee on all of that income? It'll Obviously. Be, all that will be there. Yeah, there's not, no, that's going away. Thank you for your service, Yeah. by the way. Yeah, thank you. So, so here's another thing that helps me with risk. And I'm not, again, it's not a gamble, and I'm not, I'm not putting the money up there. But here, if... Let's just say that uh, you picked the worst mutual fund in the history of man, and you lost all the money. And you're not even going to put it in one fund, so this is not possible, okay? Let me tell you how many growth stock mutual funds have gone completely broke to zero. None. Ever. Okay? Because all those companies that they own would have all had to have been worth zero. So you would have had to make like Home Depot, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Hewlett-Packard, IBM, and Apple all worth zero is the only way your mutual fund is going to be worth zero because all those stocks are in your mutual fund. Okay, so, but let's right. just pretend you lost the whole thing because because I'm stupid and I don't know what I'm doing and I told you about something bad, okay? So if you lost the whole thing, you've got a million-dollar net worth with $100,000 of your income. You're okay. You can you can't emotionally stomach the risk, but you can mathematically stomach the risk. Follow me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Conceptually, I, I, I'm not depending on that money. Uh, exactly. Not actually, not not depending on that money uh, for anything, and so it's really going to go to the daughter and grandson. Exactly. Who are doing very well. Exactly. So what you've got to do is you need to what? Let me tell you this. Okay. So when I buy real estate, um. I buy in my town where I grew up, and I know what that neighborhood is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And so I can remember, because I'm old, I can remember when that house sold for a fourth or a third or a tenth of what it's selling now when I drive down the road. I mean, I sold the house for $42,000 when I was 18. I'm 61. That house is 242000 or, or 342000 now. I know that, right? So I can look at the history. It's just in my, it's imprinted in my brain because I've driven past it. So I'm looking at the historical data on that street. I've watched that neighborhood go up or come down, deteriorate or clean up or regentrify or whatever's happening. I'm watching the historical data on the neighborhood. And because it's in a, in quotes, air quotes, good neighborhood and it's got a historical 25 40 50 year track record of going up in value i don't think i worry about my real estate so my point being if you're gonna do what i'm suggesting take your time and really understand with your smart investor pro or with your investment advisor uh the history if you really look at the history and say how many times on this mutual fund in the past 30 years, would I have lost money? You know, if you looked at uh, Investment Company of America, ICA, one of the biggest funds ever, or Fidelity Magellan, one of the biggest funds ever. If you just, I'm, I'm not recommending either one of those, but they're old funds and they're huge. If you go back and look and say, okay, over 40 years or 50 years, under what scenarios would I actually 
have less money than when I started, you're going to get really comfortable with that level of risk once you see the historical data, like driving down that street in the neighborhood. Yeah. You'll sleep better at night, Roger. Do the math. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 